0: up y'all this is tony powell and you're listening to powell to the people episode 132 once again we are joined by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe when i want to know what's going on with anything new york city transit related there's no expert i trust more than my cousin mr keith powell what's going on Keith? i'm feeling great man got some shit to knee off my chest but we're gonna handle that Uh oh samuel L. again yeah Mm -hmm. glad you got here um and <laughs> what i want to know is going on with the uh tv news beat uh the guy i go to is my brother my favorite director mr mark powell is here what's going on mark
1: what's up fam what's up world
0: and what i want to know is going on in the local uh new york city real estate scene the guy i trust is the man we call mr eddie kane jr many of you call him mr Derek powell he's my cousin he's here what's going on dp uh, everything
2: is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats, you know, just looking forward to seeing what the supervisor is going to do when an employee's late. I'm just seeing how this is going to play out, but I'm good money. How you?
0: I'm fine. Well, you know, I mean, again, I, I, the nature of this program uh, and the way we record and the way we've been doing it uh, during the pandemic, we are we are becoming we're becoming pandemic proof. We're pandemic tested. We, we are able to deliver this fine product. Around the world, in fact, we got new listeners all over the place. We got listeners in Japan, so, konnichiwa to our Japan listeners, our Japanese listeners, and konnichiwa, konnichiwa bitches. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> and we got some <laughs> listeners now. You just now, we just lost our Japanese listeners, thanks for that, man. And uh, we got listeners down in Jamaica, so everything I read down there in Jamaica, welcome. Uh, Time to go to work, talking about some serious. <laughs> show we got here, in power to the people, so share it with your friends. Uh, we got our Jamaican listeners, we have listeners in South Africa, believe it or not. We got, and wow. in, in terms, yeah, and uh, uh, namaste to our Indian listeners, and we have listeners in Great Britain, but our French listeners are creeping up. So, we have uh, of mm. our a, 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 a European group, the French are moving up. So, bonjour and welcome, uh, bienvenue, uh, our French listeners. Uh, so again, the, the issue that we are having before we get started, uh, you know, Derek wants me to reprimand his brother for his tardiness. Um, I had texted earlier that we needed the tape a little bit earlier. Sup-
2: Supervisor, I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but you also did say something. It's not just me. You said something in your introduction of my brother. So it's not just me. OK.
0: Oh, so you're saying you're suggesting that I might be a little bit perturbed about the fact that he was late and didn't even know he had to be here at two o'clock. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that
1: text well, said course. at 10
2: o'clock. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you, you did say something in the introduction. So I know you are
0: perturbed. Ah, okay. Well, you're suggesting I'm perturbed. I'm not perturbed, but uh, yes, it is It is difficult. But uh, uh, Keith apparently had uh, other things to do. He was eating lunch uh, while we were getting ready to start this online taping. And, uh, you know, I guess he was in the midst of his... Uh, what were you eating, Keith? I was eating my New England
3: clam chowder soup. And I was really interrupted saying Dang. that we, had, we were supposed to be recording at two. And uh, my brother said there was a... Uh, message a text message that they were sent out and as mark said something about 10 o'clock but as i explained to the guys i do not carry my phone around with me i put it down and Mm -hmm. i live a normal life like there is no cell phone Mm -hmm. that's that's how i live
0: that's 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 a good way to live it's good Uh, well you know i'm I'm sorry you did not get the text message i mean again had i called you might not have gotten it either because you have a very palatial Uh, estate and you live in many, many rooms. And so therefore the phone could have been anywhere in your home, at which point you may not have heard it ringing. And since I do not own a fire by which I could send smoke signals, uh, the only way I thought to get the message to you would be to text you. So that way, when you do eventually pick up your phone, you'd say, oh, look, I have a text message. Oh, wait a second. They change the show times. But, you know, let we'll let that rock. I don't check my phone like that. Like I said, it's a phone.
3: It sits where it's at until I go get it. It's just fortunately I went upstairs to get my tablet to prepare for this show. And I happened to
2: see the phone and my brother called as I was eating my New England Clown challenge soup. Supervisor, before you respond, I just want you to know our listeners around the world and the streets are watching on how you deal with this in support nation. Please continue.
0: <laughs> well, in Jamaica, there might be one way to go and just go, Hey man, everything I read, but these are the hardworking people in Jamaica, in Japan, I would probably ask you to just to cut off the tip of your pinky. to <laughs> show sure, sure, <laughs> respect for the show. Um, But I'm just going to let it rock like they do in India, and just go namaste and just try to have a peaceful, Buddhist, Zen-like approach to the program. Well,
3: I'm happy we family, man, because that'd be really, really sad. (laughs) My pinky and you just disappearing off the face of the earth. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's, that's where it goes. It becomes shots fired. So. But, uh, you know, again, we we do have a big show today, a lot going on in the world, a lot happening all at the same time. You know, 2020 was the, you know, can you believe this shit happened year. But 2021 has been a year that is kind of interesting in the same way. Um, I mentioned that we're slowly emerging from our suspended animation. More and more of us are getting vaccinated uh, uh, if you don't mind sharing, I know you got your vaccination, your second vaccination, right, Mark?
1: Yeah, this past Saturday. It was, I was expecting because I, w- I always heard that the second one is one you kind of feel, you know, whatever you're going to feel. And we got it Saturday. Other than being like a slight tenderness to my shoulder where, um, the needle went in, nothing Saturday, nothing. Yes, uh, Sunday, we tape on Mondays. So far, so good. So it's, I'm all set. Two more weeks and then I'll be like, you know, I can go to my dad's house without a mask and, and see them again.
0: Yeah, um, you know, wh- what's interesting is this This is what I, I don't think people understand. I think I, we mentioned this briefly last episode, but I'll, I'll reiterate it because, again, people want to know. After you get your first shot, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, good, I got a shot. I'm, I'm able to go hang out. No, you really can't. It takes about two weeks for your body's immune response to activate. So after the first shot, Two weeks later, you have a, the majority of the immunity that most of these uh, drugs are going to give us. Uh, the, any, any, the two-shot protocols, the Pfizer, the Moderna, and I forget the other one, that, that's a two-shot protocol. You have the majority, the great majority of the, the immunity you're going to get, which is about 85% after two weeks. And then the final shot, so you had, prior to your shot, Mark, uh, prior yeah. to your shot, you had about 80-some-odd percent boost of up, your yeah. immunity. Um, and then this last 10% is what gives us that 95% that that uh, Pfizer and Moderna uh, sell, uh, you know, talk about. So after two weeks, you have 80%. That's why Britain made the choice. They said, well, let's just say for argument's sake, we have a million people. Uh, we have a million people and we have a million doses in America. America says, well, we have a million doses. We're going to cut that in half because we have to give two shots. So we really only have... We can only inoculate 500,000 people. But in Britain, they said, well, we got a million doses. Let's inoculate a million people and get a million people up to 80 percent. And we'll worry about the last 10 percent down the road. So that's their approach. And it's worked for them. I mean, the country's kind of uh, bottoming out in terms of uh, new infections and new illness and hospitalizations and deaths. So that was one way to do it. So it is good for everybody just to get the shot and just to be cool for two weeks if 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 you can while your body's immune system, you know, uh, ramps up to 80%. And then when you get that last shot, you'll get the last 10%. I know you got your first shot this past weekend, correct, Keith? Yes, I, I got mine uh, yesterday. Uh,
3: got the Moderna shot. And the same with Mark. You know, it's just a little tender, but
0: I, I really have no pain. I had no uh, side effects or anything. And I'm feeling pretty well yeah I have a friend you know I won't say his name on the podcast We just I was texting back and forth this morning but he was saying that he had gotten his second shot Saturday and he was in the bed all day sunday um and i and I, I texted back to him I said you know that that's that's the good news the fact that yeah you felt bad for a day right you know think about obviously your body responded to 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 uh covid vaccination covid you know introducing covid into your system and it had that kind of response where you had to kind of lay down for the whole day on a, on a sunday a day after having the second shot imagine what your body would have responded how your body would have reacted had it actually gotten an infection outright with no protection you you you'd be gone so um it it's it's i i think the 6th of of april i was i think i heard i just read it that the sixth of April in New York, everybody, you know, they, the the gates are open. Anybody who wants a shot can get the shot after the sixth. There's no more age restrictions or whatever. So you know, just sign up if you can. And people who are listening in this country, people listening to us, just check locally. But I you think did, you didn't ask Dirk about his shot. Did you get your shot, Dirk?
2: Uh, yes, I got mine last week uh, Wednesday. Supervisor, um, I went down to Brooklyn to pick up my mama because I had to take her to get her shot. And when I, she had an appointment, but when we got there in Brooklyn, it was empty. So they let me uh, get mine right there. I got the Pfizer. And uh, the only side effect I got was that night I got like overly tired. Uh, but other right. than that, I was good, man. And when I say overly tired, man, I mean, I might've been in the bed by 637. I ain't used to that. And uh, yeah, under- no,
0: that's it. A- that, that's that that that's a. That, I'm glad you brought that up. That is definitely one of the side effects that people have been experiencing. Okay. That was that was me when I got my first shot. I mean, I you know, about nine o'clock that I was fine. My shoulder was killing me, but I was fine. But then I was like, man, why am I so sleepy?
1: Yeah. And uh that you know, was it, man. I, I knew that I was one of the side effects, but, but I I live in that world of going to bed early. So I was like, I don't know if this <laughs> is normal or if this is a side effect for me. I'm like, oh, okay.
2: Thing, man. Other than that, it was it was good for both of us.
1: We were fine.
0: We were fine. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you and my aunt both got the shots and, and we're all kind of heading in, in the right direction nationally um as we try to you know turn the corner and try to find some normalcy in twenty twenty-one. Speaking of normalcy, uh, the NCAAs are still continuing. Although uh we talked about it last week. I know you guys are loving it. Me, I'm like, man, this is this is nonsense. I'm watching you know oral Roberts going to the final four i'm not I'm not feeling it at all i'm just not i'm not I'm not into you know this this random basketball year not being able to see stars i just i mean it's kind of cool but but not quite there yet i think uh next year I'll be all in but it is cool uh to be able to watch some sports and knowing that maybe as as we're all talking about it now by summertime we should all have had our shots and hopefully. Large swaths of the country have been inoculated so that we can kind of turn the corner on at least this particular uh bug but there's still some leftover some residuals uh negativities from last year apparently the 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 Derek chauvin trial has begun and for those of you who don't know who Derek chauvin is Derek chauvin is the man that kind of launched a global act uh, a global a global protest because he decided that it was appropriate to kneel on the neck of George Floyd for over nine minutes until George Floyd died. Uh, he murdered George Floyd in, in the streets, on camera, for all the world to see. And so he's on the trial. With a smile on his face. With a smile on his With a smirk, hands in his pockets, with a smirk on his face, nine minutes. I think it was 32 seconds. I it was is too damn long. That's all it was. Too damn long. There you go. Um, over nine minutes again. And I, I, that number should be burnished in my in my head. But the idea that we all watched this and and the protests that followed, uh, and the, the protests were global. I mean, I, I'm glad we're starting to reach an international audience. And and that audience can kind of get our perspective of of what it was like, what it's like here, what we what we're witnessing, especially as black men living in America, we certainly have a, a bird's eye view of of this type of of brutality, um, racial injustice, um, racial inequality on a regular basis. But yeah, this trial has started, and they they charged them, I believe with three major counts, second-degree murder, I believe. Uh, third-degree murder was added. I know manslaughter charges were added. Uh, and I, I'm not sure if there was first-degree murder or not. I don't think there was first-degree, but I know second-degree and third-degree were added because they were afraid just in case they couldn't get the conviction for right. second-degree. Um, you know, he, he certainly easily meets the bar for third-degree. And I guess what we'll really be watching over the next few weeks is American justice at action? We're going to find out exactly is it how America feels about black people. I don't. I'm not sure if it's televised or not. I just. I don't think it is because they, every place I've seen uh, stories about it, they're just saying that they'll be updating it. Yeah, I think that almost after, blogging it.
1: Yeah, I think after the OJ trial, I think that America kind of learned a lesson about high profile trials being on TV. It just it was great drama, but I don't think they're going to ever, ever go that route again.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I saw with you, Derek.
2: Well, uh, you know, personally, um, I'm kind of impressed that it happened. You know, he's going to trial within a year uh, because I think it might have happened in May or June. And actually to be, uh, you know, the opening statements today is, uh, you know, probably like a first, but it's a high profile case. Um, um, I was listening to the news this morning and they were speaking about, you know, The defense is going to talk about what, you know, uh, illegal substances that um, Mr. Floyd may have had in his system that may have caused his death. But whatever he had in his system, it gave Mr. You know, Mr. Derek Chauvin no no reason in this world to have his hands in his pocket, his knees on his neck and just looking around like this is business as usual while this man is saying I can't breathe and didn't do anything to help him. So I'm hoping that, you know, the jury. You know, they do the right thing. Find this man guilty, because if not, they ain't gonna be no more Minnesota man. Because we 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 saw what happened, you know, before he got arrested. Because it's this will not be good with the Black Lives Move movement that this guy is not found guilty. So, you know, I'm just glad it is proceeding right now.
0: Keith,
3: I'm looking at it like this: this is 2021, and over the years that since uh I say the 50s or 40, how blacks have been treated in the judicial system. This is our time to see if this system that they claim is supposed to be equal in for everyone truly works. Because if far fetched, if this guy is not found guilty or they find him guilty of a lesser crime, it is still a crime that they would let this happen. Because we all seen it on the TV. It's been through the world as, we, as we've been talking about. And it should be nothing less but a murder charge against this guy found guilty of that. But if not, oh, oh, this, this the United States is going to burn. I think the people lose their damn mind because there'll be no faith in the judicial system. How can I go on a jury when I can see what you have done throughout the cases through the years against black people? And, and go to a case against a black person and vote in favor of something like that. People are going to turn down jury duty because there will be no faith in the judicial system.
1: Mark? <clears throat> well, we know eight minutes and 46 seconds was a long time to watch somebody die. I I hope that it goes the uh, way with all the charges being convicted of, but man, I, I, I won't be shocked if he's found innocent of all the charges or at the very least, like, you know, innocent of the real hard charges. And I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not sure what murder two and three, all that stuff doesn't mean anything to me. I just, I just just anticipate that it won't go the way we think it should go simply because we've seen it happen that way so many times. And you have to prove me, you know, you you tell me, I can't think, I can't think of the last time of a high profile case. I mean, there's been, I'm pretty sure, and I know obviously, logically, there have been plenty of cases where guys have been convicted of things that we never hear about because they're not big deals. But I can't think of the last high profile case that the person that was charged with the crimes was convicted of all those crimes. And we felt like, okay, fine, this is good. Of any kind of level. Like, even like, you know, this, you know the, whether it's, I, I just, I just, I still anticipate it going well. And the fear is, like Keith had a great point, is if this goes the way so many have gone in the past, then you will have more black jurors saying, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not we, we can't refuse it, but they'll find ways to get out of it by making statements to make sure they get out of these jury trials, right. which is a crime in itself because then you have nobody to give you any kind of balance. So it's like you're going to really put us down into a uh, into a well. That's like, listen. Um, I'm not sure if that's a, a a a a good outcome if this goes bad because like, you know, then then you have a you won't even have a jury of your peers at all then. You'd really be up a, uh, up shit's creek. So I'm just I'm so beat down with all these trials that I just I'm hoping it goes right, but I'm expecting it not to. You know,
0: it's it's interesting. All three of you said the same uh, not the same thing, but you but you've all pointed out the same issue and that is if if the trial goes this way if the trial goes that way and it says a lot about where we are as a society where we are as a country where we are as a people where the idea that this guy after committing this crime as as you pointed out correctly eight minutes 46 seconds knee on the neck while george floyd is on camera while he's being filmed hands in pockets uh, Glasses, you know, tipped up on the top of his head like he's getting like he's out sunbathing Uh, George Floyd screaming for his life, calling for his mom. I can't breathe. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. I challenge anybody to go sit down and watch a clock for eight minutes and 46 seconds and tell me that's not a long goddamn time. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Sit down in your room right now and just stare at a clock and get up when the clock gets to eight minutes and 46 seconds and think about how much time you just spent. And now imagine a knee of a 200 plus pound man on your neck for that entire time while the air is and the life is being choked out of you. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. The fact that we all sit here going, man, I hope he gets convicted. Even though the evidence is overwhelming, we all saw the world saw him do this. And we're still hoping that and I'm, I'm making the air quote sign, justice is 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 found, that that they convict him of the highest level of 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 crime that they can possibly convict him of. I mean, I don't think it was it wasn't it wasn't first degree murder because it wasn't planned. It wasn't a planned murder, but it's certainly to me meets the standard of second-degree murder. It meets the standard, obviously, of third-degree murder. It meets the standard of, of manslaughter. This man should not walk the earth free again. You know, the city of of Minneapolis paid the family, paid his family. I think it was $27 20 some odd million, dollars, $27 million? Dollars? $27 million, yeah. Mm-hmm. $27 million. Because for them, you know, the preponderance of the evidence in a civil suit was clearly met. That was a huge payout, twenty-seven million dollars. So they better damn well convict him, because I believe you're right. This 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 country will burn if they let that man off.
2: If you remember, and 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 we mentioned this, uh, you know, when we first saw this happen, and the reason why, you know, I guess the you know the, you know the three of us, the four of us, are feeling doubts. We saw Rodney King. When you look at Rodney King, and it's like. How did how they get away with this? And you watching this live on TV? He's in the middle of the circle, and they whooping his ass, and and they said not guilty. How? And everybody see it. So that's why when you 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 have that one case, that's the one that always sticks out in my mind. And of course, you know the Eric Gardners, and you see the different um and you know the, the lives that were lost after that fact. But when you look at Rodney King, and you know we're in our, our late twenties. And you're like, oh man, man, they found we finally got him. And they talk about not guilty. That's why we have doubt, man. That's why we have doubt. And it was all on videotape, man.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right about the Rodney King. You know, but <laughs> that's going to sound horrible. But I do have a theory about the Rodney King, and I, I can tell you how he got off. It's not that they didn't beat his ass. They beat, of course, they beat his. They beat his ass uh, for all the world to see, and we saw the blows. But what the defense did, which was quite clever. Was they slowed it down? They slowed down the beating. They tried to say, "Well, here, look, this blow, this particular blow didn't land. This particular blow didn't land." And I gotta admit, after because we saw the, they, you remember when the trial was going on, we saw that video on a like damn near on a loop on a regular basis. By the time the 40th time I watched it, even I was saying, "Well, maybe that ass ain't all that bad," because you saw it 40 or 50 times. Man, <laughs> by the time you see the ass woman 50 times, you just think, "Ah, it's not that bad." So I think that's what happened, with Rodney King. I think this one is a little different in that, you know, you can't slow it down. You can't slow you slow it down. You make it longer than longer eight minutes forty six yeah. seconds is worse, you know. Um, and if you try to speed forward, you know that's not going to work for anybody. So I, I'm just hoping. And you're right we we do have doubts. Because we have been here multiple times before. The fact that Eric Garner, that nobody was locked up behind that is heinous. Uh, the fact that the that Brianna Taylor's murderers are still free. And I, I use the word uh, specifically, and I, I carefully choose my words. I'm a word smith. I choose them carefully. Brianna Taylor's murderers are still free. Uh, it's truly heinous. So, yeah, we, sh- we should be... Healthily doubtful, we should be cautiously optimistic that they'll get it done. But to Mark's point, yeah, you can't be shocked if it happens that way. None of us will be shocked,
1: no. disappointed, yes, but shocked. No, I would be. Yeah, just like okay, you know. My only hope is that you know when it does, if it does go that way, that uh, well, forget it. It's, there's no hope. I was going I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if it, I was gonna say, if it does go that way, where he gets. Uh, found innocent or found innocent of the, of the, the biggest charges, I would hope that we wouldn't lose our mind, but I, you know, that's, I can't put myself in that situation. I I don't, you know, I've never lost a a knock on wood, any kind of bite to that. I've never seen anything like that in person, you know, like, you know, actually see it, see it. So it's just, you know, I, I, I'm so, and maybe it's because I'm 52 or maybe it's because My skin is brown. I'm so numb to the fact that I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like, I say like sometimes you have to do a whole lot to, you know, upset me as far as words. It's like, there's almost nothing you can say to me. I'm going to go, oh, I'm so offended. Whatever. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you can't beat me up with words anymore. Those days are long gone. My my skin is way too thick for that. So I'm sort of like this with the trial. We've seen so much of it, especially in in what I do, um, that I'm just like, okay, whatever. Okay, next, yeah, I mean it's 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 it's
0: it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs that we're all this jaded, you know, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. We're all this 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 jaded with the justice system in America, or or just the concept of justice, and and whether or not we're going to get it. And I'm gonna use that as a transition to talk about this next thing. Deshaun Watson we've been talking about Watson our last episode was was uh called elementary my uh, Mr. Watson elementary because we were talking about Deshaun Watson the Houston Texans football player uh, quarterback who's been accused by now uh as we speak 19. up to 19 women 19 women have come out against Deshaun Watson claiming some sort of inappropriate conduct behavior uh, the last three women are saying that there was some sort of sexual assault and yet and I know I we're going to be on some funky ground with some people but 19 women and no criminal charges filed i i'm having i don't know what what the word is but i, I i'm i'm curious as to why there have been no criminal charges filed when three of these women are claiming uh Assault, uh, and even prior to these last three women, uh, women prior said yes, he forced me into in, oral sex. Another woman claimed that he was forced, and or he, he 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 made my hand touch his penis. You're hearing these things, but nobody has filed criminal charges. I mean, I, I know you want to, you know, be be out there, and you know, for women, you you certainly have the right, and you should, if you've been wronged by anybody, you should certainly go and pursue every every avenue civil being one course of action but if you were violated in a way that that breaches the law i would think that you would also want to file some criminal charges whether he whether you get money or not you want to make sure that this guy pays his debt to society and nobody's filed criminal charges and and the Houston police have yet to file criminal charges or even you know Enlist a grand jury to find out whether or not some of this evidence is 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 criminal. I'm I'm just curious as to why. And I, I you know I, I, again I have no answers. I'm just tossing it out to the group. Maybe y'all have perspective I don't have. Go ahead. Keith. Okay. You got nineteen women
3: saying that uh Deshaun did something to them. Nineteen women. This has been going on what the uh ever since he said he wanted a, a trade, if I'm correct.
2: That's when they started coming out, yeah.
3: This one started coming out. 19 women in a span of what, uh, two months? Governor Como has nine, he has 19. I, I'm like you, I'm perplexed because if all these 19 women are claiming that he did something, not one of them decide, you know, I know we talked about before to file charges if they were uh, sexually abused of anything. No, nobody says nothing. Now everybody wants to file a court
2: case to get some money. Okay. I think. Um, when you when you finish, Keith, before I jump yeah, in, yeah, I'll finish. yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, I think what happened in his case, um, because he wanted to leave. uh, this is their message, and we talked about it last week. Um saying, look, okay, you can leave, but we, you know, we're going to tarnish your reputation. And when you look at it, ain't nobody pick up the phone, ain't nobody go to the precinct, ain't nobody pull a police officer to say, this is what happened to me. I need to file a report. Uh, but it's, it's it's all about the, uh, the, the civil suit getting some cash money. Uh, it, it leaves a lot open, not saying that it didn't happen. I want to be real clear with our lit- listeners, because, you know, nobody knows, but Deshawn, and uh, the the ladies who are making the the, the the accusations, but the fact that nobody made a police report, it's 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 a little different. Uh, last week, um, after we talked about <laughs> massages, one of the sports shows, uh, the following day, which was crazy. Once again, Powell is out. Powell and the people is out in front of this. They talked about massages and how it's done and when you go in and these things when you when you're being touched and your your body is being relaxed and your mind is somewhere else, you could accidentally brush your hand, b- brush somebody else's hand into you, but it's a part of the massage if you're getting a full body massage. That, that That's the way that plays out. But when you got 19 ladies, and all 19 are saying A, B, C, D, and E, and ain't nobody call uh the police, I just think they don't have the, evidence that is required uh to bring a criminal case against him you know you gotta you can't you know you go to police but okay he did this with when what what sort of proof you have and if they don't have anything it's going to be tough to bring any sort of criminal charges against him
1: yeah i i it (laughs) i don't this is the part where we lack the expertise of of law like us not knowing the like the law part of it because is it I know we've we said no criminal charges have been filed, but do we even know if even like a police officer asked, say his uh, Deshawn's lawyer to talk to him or to bring him in for, que- like if you bring some if you bring him in for questioning, is that something that we would know about, like the public or is that you know, you the newsman, of course you, of course they would, they, that would be that would be big time news,
0: wouldn't it? Deshaun yeah, Watson brought into precinct Houston precinct for questioning regarding these 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 lawsuits.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would think that would happen, but you know, you could. I mean, actually, you know, nowadays, would you actually would he? Well, he's in Texas, so I think Texas is fully open. So yeah, he could come in. Um, it's just it's such a weird dance we're doing here because we don't know. Like, I don't know what's normal as far as filing charges, like uh, criminal charges, when you have a civil suit. I don't know. Like, what's the what's the the order of operations? Is it you do the civil stuff first, and then the police say, "Okay, fine." There's a civil thing going on. We need to investigate a criminal, or do you have to file the civil and then, I guess, refile again or re accuse or whatever the word, whatever the language is for a criminal? I don't know. the weird dance for that? So it's just. Well, let me just say this.
0: I, I'm not sure.
1: That the two
0: can't be true at the same time. In other words, to, to Derek's point, something happened, and you know something happened, and you're angry about something happened, and you're you're you you wanna you wanna make it right, you don't have to find a lawyer, you don't have to go to this old dude, this lawyer that they got to the the old Buzzy Buzzy. <laughs> to, to find out what's, what's going on, you go. You can call a local police precinct and think about where Deshaun Watson is. Deshaun Watson is not in New York. Deshaun Watson is in Houston, Texas. He's in Texas. Black man in Texas. You mean to tell me that a black police officer, detectives, uh, uh, I mean, not black police officer, tech, but, but a, a detective, police officer, uh, district attorney in Texas would not want to get Deshaun Watson's head on a pike to make their career. Of course they would if they had something. They wouldn't hesitate. That I mean I'm not. And again we are we are with tap dancing in a minefield because we do not know where all the things are located, where all the bodies are buried, so to speak. But it 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 just strikes me as curious, and I keep you know wanting to know more. Maybe that's the frustration. I know people are walking away. I know his reputation, as Derek was saying, is clearly tarnished and destroyed it's destroyed so no matter what happens you it's know football is it's, is never an it's, it's, it's never coming back but i just found it as as you know I, again the headline you know on the espn crawl is three more women accused Deshaun sean watson of sexual misconduct of sexual assault. three more women okay well now we up to 19 and yet of the 19 19 different individuals not one of them felt compelled to not go to the, the lawyer filing the civil suit, but they felt, you know, or they, I mean, they, they they went to the lawyer filing the civil suit and didn't feel the same compulsion to go to the precinct and file a report.
3: If I'm correct, it's easier to file a civil suit than to go after a person that they actually claim committed this crime. Because I think with civil suit, their laws are, are much different. Cause you remember with the case of OJ, He was found not guilty, but in the civil suit, he was found guilty.
0: Right, because in a civil civil suit, yeah, just to to clarify, in a civil suit, the burden of proof is just a preponderance of the the evidence. So you just need 51% of the evidence to say that you're you're more likely guilty. Right, right. Right. It's more likely that it happened than it didn't happen.
3: So you got 19 women claiming that this
0: happens. Right.
3: So the civil suit is easier to... Go after them to go after them in court.
1: Well, well no. It, it, also, a for civil suit, do, I mean, once again, this, we need a lawyer. I wish we knew. I wish we knew somebody who knew somebody who did law. Once again, <laughs> once again, you know somebody you, who knows somebody yeah, who does law. If we just only had that access, I said I also, I'll I, get the answer <laughs> for you. <laughs> also, I think I, maybe I'm, I mean once again, I don't know. In a civil suit, you probably, if you're the woman, you don't have to. Um, I guess out yourself or, or testify, but in a criminal, then you may be you may have to, or that may be a, a possibility. All stuff, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's another. It's like said, Anthony said it perfectly. This minefield where dancing is no matter. Somebody may hear something and think we're slamming or don't believe. We're just saying part of this is you know we does the barbershop conversation. We don't know all the things. It seems kind of odd. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of unusual, and. If he's guilty, well then we're going to be like you know, yeah, absolutely, go down. But if he's innocent, we want that too. I, I think we want to stay directly at least. I'll see five. Stay directly in the middle. If he's guilty, five. He's guilty, and that's just, that's that's him. That's Deshaun Watson. That's not every dude in, in the NFL. If he's innocent, then good. He gets to you know he gets to go and play. His reputations are gone. His his endorsements are gone. But at least he won't have to have that hang over his head.
0: Yeah, again, I think, you know, uh, we're kind of conflating a civil suit and a a criminal case. A civil suit is just that. It's it's, it's, it's a pursuit of justice, but with a different standard. You're saying, you know, I was damaged in a certain way and I want to be compensated for my damages, for the harm caused to me. A criminal prosecution is this person violated the penal code. Excuse, excuse the pun. He violated the penal code, and uh, he needs to be brought to justice for violating, you know, the laws, the laws of the state of Texas, the laws of the state of wherever he was when these things happened. And my only thing is, is again, you know, if, to your point, Mark, if Deshaun Watson is a closet freak and he's got some kind of issues that nobody knew about until just a couple of months ago. Uh, even though he's been in the league for a few years and, you know, he's, he it's not like we just discovered Deshaun Why He's not the 30th man on the bench. He's one of the top faces of, of an organization and that an organization that I'm clear, I'm sure did their due diligence before they, he was, before the draft, before they drafted him, before they invested all of that money in him. I'm sure they had investigations on him. That's probably, you know, I'm, I'm speculating now, but I, if there is some some shady shenanigans going on, and that means that there, the organization must have gotten wind of something and put this lawyer on to him because it just strikes me as odd, as Derek pointed out, as, as Keith has mentioned, and, and and we've talked about, that after he asked for or demanded his trade and said he's not playing for anybody and that's it, he's done – and they said, no, we're not trading you to suddenly have all of this pop out. You mean to tell me all of these events that 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 occurred, they didn't just occur after he asked for the trade. He didn't decide. Well, I, I can't find any new masseuses in Houston. I'm going somewhere else. No, that's not what happened. He asked for a trade and suddenly all of these women and apparently this thing goes back over a period of time. Now they come forward. Now they want to make these claims. These claims were never made before. They they never call the paper. They never call the local beat writer in, in Houston or somewhere and saying, listen, I got a story for you. And I, I want you to know that Deshaun Watson is a pervert. And he did this, that, and that, a third to me. You mean to tell me if you're a Houston beat writer covering the Houston Texans, you wouldn't want to hear that story. You wouldn't want to investigate it. Of course, there's, there's something there. So it just strikes me as, it strikes me odd. And again, if we find out that Deshaun is the pervert, well, you know what? F the Sean. You know, I'd be really disappointed. But hey, F the Sean. because again, I stand for I stand with the women. But if not, I hope all this energy that was invested in trying to you can hope all you want. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I know it's not going to happen. But it it, it it is a damn shame that another black man has been. Uh, hung out there if it did not happen again with the caveat all these are all these are caveats Every, everything starts with an if that we're saying folks just so you know everything we're talking about starts with a big if but if it did not happen then i you know i i'm really really i'm i'm po'd about it because it would just be another black man being lynched so to speak for for some nonsense for the words of others so moving on um you know, I don't know how your sneaker game is, but you guys missed out on the chance to get Lil Nas's new sneakers, his new Air Max Ninety Fives. You're here about Ninety Sevens, I think Air Max Ninety Sevens. They can be um, Twenty Twenty Ones. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't my yeah, money. For, yeah. For for those of you that know, know, uh, Old Town Road rapper Lil Nas has partnered, I guess, with Nike uh, in some kind of way and released a sneaker that I'm sure is going to get everybody on the the Christian right and up in arms. He released a sneaker, a Satanist sneaker, black and red, Air Max 97s, with a big gold pentagram diagram on the laces. And the passage of, uh, I think, I forget what the the biblical passage was. It was 1018. I think it was uh, Luke or John about Satan. Uh, in the shoe, there's a big pentagram inside the shoe, and um, it's a Satan pentagram. Yeah, a Satan pentagram. Yeah, it's a big old Satan Satan pentagram. Yep.
3: You know, it just reminds me of Anthony. No nah. blues, the crossroads. <laughs> when a man sold his soul to Satan. Yeah, well, so he could be man. a uh, uh, a, a fabulous one. blues player. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm serious. I, t- I I tell you this when I hear this. What this reminds me of, if anybody bring them sneakers in their, in, in their house, is that, that that little Ouija board that the supervisor has, <laughs> and all of a sudden, shit start moving around. I tell Nia right now, you ain't bringing that bullshit up in here. <laughs> park, park those in the shed out back, man. How you going to bring anything in your house knowing that Satan's name is in it? That's just not going to happen. Nah, leave
0: that outside. We ain't moving nothing around in this joint. Mm-mm. The, these shoes sold out in under a minute. The shoes cost one thousand and eighteen dollars. In reference to the the biblical passage on the shoe, and you no know one what? that's one, $1, $1 thousand dollars too much. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, and and yeah, I, you know, I, again, um, and his his whole take, I I don't know if little Nas is a Satanist or he's he's just a marketing genius. I'm not sure which because he sold this cowboy rap deal and made himself millions of dollars. And now he's got this sneaker deal, uh, making probably millions of dollars. Um, I I don't know whether he's a Satanist or not, but he claims that he just wanted, you know, people to feel the same hurt and pain that he felt growing up as a young gay man. And people saying he was going to hell for, for his, for, you know, being born gay And so he wanted people to understand what what that's like. And he wants people to feel the same pain that he's feeling. And I'm not sure who, who who's purchasing these shoes, but they damn sure did sell out in under a minute for a thousand dollars a pop, which means they're probably going to (laughs) go on the black sneaker market. Once, once they, once they, you know, people buy them and hold them in the boxes, they may go for, for way more than that down the road. I know, uh, uh, your son Keith is a big sneakerhead and my son is a sneaker head and, and Mark. I won't be going to his head. house. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you know, but <laughs> they believe in buying and selling these sneakers and moving Listen, these products. They be sitting
3: up there. I can tell you a story, uh dancing, things dancing on the ceiling and the wall, and and you just looking like, I hope it'll come for me. But they
0: got them sneakers <laughs> in there, they'll find out. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, I know that Derek mentioned the uh, the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you ain't letting them sneakers in your house. Uh, no, nah, not me. No. Nah, um, <laughs> that you know, was funny, uh, though.
1: The Ouija board. Nah, I don't know if it was all that funny to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no. You guys can't talk. I was the one left in the room. Hey, you didn't move fast enough. <laughs> no, I was you're the a youngest. A, you're I got a younger guy. You're the younger yeah. guy. We, and we, they, the you guys it. left. I got stuck in the room with door being not like it was like you guys closed the door. You guys held the door closed as I'm trying to get out. <laughs>
3: Yo,
2: we would not following us. <laughs> you, you, you were young. You, you, you haven't lived much. You were young. You'd have been okay. <laughs>
0: you didn't miss nothing
2: a lot going on at
0: that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah just 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 a note for all our listeners uh leave them ouija boards alone if you don't know you don't know what you're messing with uh, you know i don't know if you believe it, believer uh, believer or not i'm just here to tell you leave they them alone don't, don't mess around don't don't open any doorways don't open any dimensional pathways to any kind of nonsense out there whatever it is whatever they do i don't even know why you know what F you Parker Brothers, because y'all shouldn't be selling them bad boys <laughs> as kids'
1: games in the first damn place. Cause that's what Guess it was. What? Parker
0: they, Brothers board game. I thought I thought it was, oh, okay. No, I never yeah, played they, this before.
1: Yeah, they sold that, but they didn't sell the trade that we also played with that night either. So
0: nah, no, nah, they did no that that yeah, no, that no, whole no, no, night no, was no, kind of no. kinda, <laughs> kinda freaky. So it yeah. rose up off the ground. Yeah. So Anyway, move it on, yeah, just just like I said, so if you didn't get a, get a chance to get your little Nas sneakers, uh just a note to 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 uh all the all the younger powers, you're not bringing them up in our houses that's it that's 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 facts, you're not bringing them up in here at all uh before we go, speaking of sneakers, um basketball as we mentioned earlier at the top of the show, the n c a a s are going on, but there's a new controversy going on where 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 players. Are moving coaches are moving. Not one one is the controversy of players moving and joining each other. The other is I think kind of cool, where these coaches who went to these these schools are now returning to their alma mater to coach. And the most famous right now would be an NTAs would be Juwan Howard, who was you know poised to maybe go to the Final Four with his Michigan team. He went back to school where he was where he gained fame as a member of the Fab Four. He went back to Michigan and he's Fab got five. Michigan Fab Five. Yeah, well. Really fat four. Yeah, it was really uh, four yeah. <laughs> And and I mean, truthfully, maybe, four, went, maybe went, three, yeah. but we'll get five, you know. We'll get, yeah, yeah, it's a rounded up to five, yeah, but it was really four. Um, so yeah, he's going back to Michigan. He did his thing. Patrick Ewan uh went back to Georgetown a couple of years ago and had his team in the final four. And now uh, uh, Penny and, um Penny Hardaway and uh, won the NIT with Memphis. And uh Mike, Mike uh, um Wood- uh, Woodson is going back to Indiana to be the coach there. So I think that's a cool trend. And it, it seems like it, it it there is some positivity for these guys going back there and bringing in their people, although in New York it did not work with Chris Mullen, who, you know, we, I loved the Chris Mullen at St. John's. I mean, I thought that was a great hire. I thought he was going to be great at the job, but um, he was not able to bring St. John's back to its former glory. But, I mean, I hope – that we continue to see that with these other guys when they go back to the alma maters, and you, and I think it's good too to have black men in these head coaching positions and black men who who've experienced the 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 NBA and who've experienced high levels of success as players going back to these schools to coach. I think it's a really really great thing, and I wish them all luck. Uh, but the other side of the coin is is the negative side of the coin is now you have all of these players looking to join on to guys. And I think the controversy is, is, is that old school, stu- old school players like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and, and Magic Johnson, Charles, these guys never would have joined anybody to, to try to win a championship. Just the idea of going to join somebody was anathema to them. And I just want to, you know, get all your thoughts as we, as, as we get ready to wrap this up about that. So I'll start with you first, Mark.
1: Well, like I said, it, it just seems it it and it could be age, but it just feels odd that with with talking about the, the latest round because there you had the trade deadline. That's one thing you get trade there, you get traded there. You don't have any control of where you get traded. I don't think NBA has no trade clauses. Um, but the buyout market is the one that's kind of feel a little dicey to me because the buyout market team says, "Listen, hey, we don't want. There's no future for you here. We're going to buy you at a discount rate. Boom, player gets bought out." Now he's free to go wherever he wants to go. And I was saying off air, it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't seem so bad to me if, in the case, like, say, Lamarcus Aldris, um, he he's going to the Nets. If he said, you know, uh, say he played with Nash or um, maybe knew, knew the GM or something like if he kind of has some kind of tie to Brooklyn that say, you know, I always want to play there. Like, say, if, you know, if, if you know, not just what happened with the Knicks. say, like, I always want to play in the guard, I always want to play with the Knicks, so I'm going to go to the Knicks. Right. I want to, I want to go home, I want to yeah. play home. And I'm name. not sure where he's from, but it doesn't seem that way. What it seems is if these players on these teams, in the case of, this, of Nets, it's Durant, uh, um, Harden, Kyrie, are calling over to these guys who get bought out say, come here, come here, come here. And it's like, don't you guys, it doesn't seem like they want to just they almost want to guarantee that they're going to have a championship or all the possible answers. It doesn't seem like they want to actually, you know what? I want to beat player X with your players. That doesn't seem to be the case. And I could be reading it wrong. It just feels different to me than a guy saying, you know, like different. when Barkley went to Houston at the end with Pippen, he was done. I think he was like maybe a year or two. He was done with his career or even with, um, uh, Malone and Peyton. they were done. But I bet That's you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lamarcus probably wants another five years or so. And same thing with Drummond. Then I like, it just seems like man, it just seems real thirsty, and I I still don't like the way it feels. Okay, um, same way. Um, you look at the All Star game
3: where now they're able to pick the teams and play with the players that they want to play with.
1: I'm fine now. With you. That. Br-
3: yeah, the same way. Now you bring them to a team that, as Mark said, a buyout, free agency or whatever. Now I go play with my boys. So now you stack your team, which changes the the, the, the format of the NBA because it was built on draft picks, uh, loyalty, which, you know, there is no more loyalty in the NBA, you know, because guys are traded so forth. But where's the balance? There's no balance no more. The balance is out of key. And, and I look at it in, in this way that you have these super teams, then now you get super, super teams because everybody's re up and get somebody else better and better and better. But all, people always complain, well, Magic, Johnson, Kareem, and then we super teams. But that was built on a draft. It wasn't built on guys leaving another team to join the team. Same thing with Michael Jordan. Them guys can't do drafts, through trades. That's a team. But you can't take a superstar all-star and another superstar all-star and another superstar all-star, you know, and, and you combine to one team. But my, my thing is, if you got the super team, I hope a weak team beat them, maybe it'll change the way the NBA is going.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, you're right. I, you know, people say the super teams. But, again, if you look at, you know, just 90s basketball, just as, just, you know, I guess because Mark mentioned the fact that, yeah, Charles Barkley and Pippen and I think Drexler, all those guys were down in Houston at one point trying to maybe chase the ring, so to speak, uh, at the very end. And, you know, certainly uh, Malone and and Gary Payton, you know, Gary wasn't the glove. Gary was the mitten by the time he got to uh, (laughs) L.A. Uh, He's one of those with
1: the fingers out at that point. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, you know, he was exactly, <laughs> uh, you know, so he wasn't. Yeah, so I mean, they, they were they were both chasing the ring at that point. But I mean, in the in the early two thousands, you know, you had Shaq going down to Miami to to play with D
1: Wade. You know, we don't talk about that. You well, no, had, no, he was uh, traded. Remember, he was it was it was Ham or Kobe when he got there. He wasn't like he said, "Get me out of here." They traded him right. because. uh it was the choice between that one Shaq or the one Kobe and, and uh, the logo said, well, Kobe's a better, better bet. Let's go with him.
0: Okay. Well, the, the, he made, made a good choice, but, but okay, well, let's stay, stay with the Lakers. Then The Lakers, he, they definitely recruited Ron Artest and they tried to get Lamar Odom. Yeah. And he certainly went after uh Paul Gasol to get that team together. Cause again, Kobe was playing by himself initially until those guys came in and, and made that team championship ready. So, there was some joining. I think LeBron kind of made it overt when he said he's going down to. He convinced Chris Bosh to take less money and go to Miami with him to to team up with uh, D. Wade. I think that's where you kind of first saw that thing. Or maybe even uh, I guess the other argument would be uh, when when Boston did it with KG and Ray Allen. Then I was trading so the same thing.
1: Both, right. both those right. are trades. Those but trades, the,
0: right. but trades in the sense that that those both of those guys could have refused those trades. They had no. They, they could have. Yeah, I mean they had
1: essentially kicked KG out of Minnesota because he was like, um, because KG was like, listen, I want to beat those guys. Why I want to join those guys? But said, I think you said the, exactly right. LeBron did it with sort of like, listen, I'm not. We're not going to even. We're not even going to fame. We're we're, over, we're we're doing this outright. So you can't say, you know, you guys seem like you did this, such a no. We did this. We joined up. We like playing each other. It's. I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. And I'm probably get like most of these and I get used to it. So like you gotta kinda get used to this three-point shot barrage. I, I guess I'm getting used to it, but it just doesn't feel right to me. And, and probably because I'm older. Derek? Um I'm gonna I'm gonna read
2: something that somebody posted on uh, my page. I'm a part of the uh, New York Knicks group. And uh sad to say, I gotta uh reference uh Suge Knight because the picture looks like Suge Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Suge made the uh the uh, speech at the Source Awards about (laughs) (laughs) this this is what they said about the Brooklyn Nets. Any player who does not want to work hard to get a ring, don't want to play for a great coach, don't like his teammates playing team ball, don't want the GM all up in your practices, looking to see where he continue to build, come to the Brooklyn Nets. We got to play (laughs) for you Yeah, that is touche. Exactly. So My opinion, um, you know, with this, you know, I just think now because Braun verbalized it, I always thought it was done if you know whether it was trade you know trades you know you look i i, I look at boston dennis scott was with phoenix uh parish was with uh golden state. state bill wharton was with the the clippers you 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 get guys in there to fit your brand of play of what you're trying to do and everybody has to be on the same page when i look at Lamarcus aldridge and blake griffin joining the Nets. They don't demand a lot of touches to be effective. They know how to play the game and they both just bought. If that whole group stays together, another six to seven years in the league, because they're not doing as much as they would have done if they would have stayed, they would have went somewhere else. I was hoping the only one I hope went somewhere else, I would want Lamarcus to go back to Portland to help out Dame Dollar. I thought that would have been a nice return where you could go out there and kind of challenge the West, especially with Braun being down and Ad being down. But when they said he joined the Nets for the veteran minimum, I said, "Yeah, man, they 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 look. The Nets got to win this year." If they don't, they might. It ain't gonna be good down in Brooklyn, man. If, you know, they, they got to get it all done. But you know, I I understand guys play all those years in the league. They want to ring at any at any means necessary. They want to sit at home and say I at least did get a championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I you you make the point the fact that that Lamarcus Aldridge went down there for the league. I mean, he got bought out, so it's not like uh, they, they ain't gonna yeah, be having he, no he no GoFundMe for for Marcus <laughs> for Marcus Aldridge. You know, he'll be fine, right? There's there's not gonna be any telethon for him, but but the idea, yeah, I mean, I I agree. You know, that you make a point that Mark was making, uh, Derek, and that. They're not going back to some 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 ideal of their team. I want to go back where I started. I want to finish my career where I started, or you know, I grew up as I grew up in in Houston as a as a Rockets fan. I want to go back. None of that's happening. Right. These guys are all trying to get on, you know, just trying to ha- find the easiest pathway to a ring, and that just sounds it, it does it reeks a little cheesy to me, just in 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 the in the sense that. Okay, yeah, you'll get a ring because you 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 were pretty much agreed to play for nothing to get it. All right, more power to you. Um, I, I I do, as you said. I now you almost have to root against Brooklyn. Yep. Just to see it not happen. Just to see it. Not, you know. I mean. I, I like. I, you know. For me, I don't really root for teams so much as I root for situations. So just situationally, I'm rooting against him just to see it. See it not happen. Just like I'm rooting for Gonzaga, not because I love Gonzaga. I just want to see a team go undefeated so for I. a national championship. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason I'm rooting for them. Um, so now I guess I got to root against Brooklyn. Hope they lose, lose in the first round.
1: Uh-huh. I know one thing. Though. If that does happen, chat's going chat some real quiet from a certain member.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, I just got a call from the Nets. They want me now. <laughs> yeah, that's-, that's how you know. That's Get how that you money. know. That's how you know that's how you know. Well, guys, um, you know, this brings to to the end another fine edition of the Power to the People podcast. Um, If you have not subscribed to Power to the People, I don't know how many different ways I can say it. I don't know what you're waiting on. Um, I know a lot of people are coming on board and you're just kind of finding us and you're just kind of hanging around and you, you wait and you see and you like what you hear and you go back. And I notice that people are listening to older episodes and trying to get a feel for what this is all about. Let me solve this problem for you. Just sign up. Just that's what, sign up. And every single week, as soon as the podcast is available, usually uh, 12 o'clock noon on Tuesdays, uh, Eastern Standard Time in the United States, that's when the podcast is up. You can start listening and it's right there on your phone whether it's Apple or iTunes or iHeart or Stitcher or Pandora or even the Alexa app. If you just want to have Alexa remind you of the Power to the People podcast, say Alexa, set a reminder or make sure that you tell me when the next Power to the People is on and Alexa will find Power to the People and play it for you. Anywhere you get your Google, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. And apparently people all over the world are finding us. Now, if you want to follow us on social media, that's easy too. just go to power to the people on Facebook. And there's our page. You can see our pictures. A uh, new logo is up, all of that good stuff. Or you can go to uh, power to the peeps on Twitter. And you can actually talk at it. We can talk at us on on Facebook too. But you can talk at us on Twitter. You can tweet at us at Powell to the Peeps. P o w e l l. The number two. The letters D a p e e p s. Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram. What's that number, uh, Keith? Big fella, fifty five. Big fella, fifty five on on Instagram. I'm Comic Tony Powell on Instagram, and Mark is what?
1: Yeah, you go. Yeah, whatever.
0: and Dirk still has no idea who he is on Instagram but that's all right though if you're looking for us if you find one of us you can find us all there you go so we will see you all next week peace peace